Welcome back, listeners. I want to apologize if you saw the show come out previously and I had stopped the show. That's because I had a bad connection issue. So I had to restart the show. So I want to apologize for that. Hopefully the live chat is up. Hopefully everything is going okay. Uh, I want to apologize for the premature e-show collation. You know what I'm saying? The the premature e-show collation. I mean, you guys out there know what that is. So I want to apologize for the brief start of the show. But like Joel Coleman said, that was a great and an awesome 24 seconds. Before I jump into the program, big up to Dave Schofield who let me know that the show was only 24 seconds. Quick shooter. Sorry for the quick shooting of the 24 seconds. Pew, pew, pew. Hey, we've all been there. We've all gotten overexcited and the show ended quickly. So you understand. So I want to apologize for that. Big up to Jeff Hartman. Big up to Brian Anthony Davis. Who's bad? Mr. Telescope, a.k.a. Mr. Touchdown Zone. Big up to Darren Dalton. <laughs> Joel Coleman. Such a tease. That's hilarious. Also big up to Andre. But the name of this episode is simply Keith Butler has no more excuses. As we enter into the 2019-2020 season, Keith Butler has no more excuses. I think the excuse that Keith Butler had for the last several years in terms of the inconsistency of the Pittsburgh Steelers defense was the injury to Brian Shazier and the impact that Brian Shazier's injury had on his ability to scheme. I think also an excuse that he had was the injury to Morgan Burnett last year. So he couldn't play the different type of packages that he wanted to play in the last few seasons. So the defense wasn't as multiple as he liked. He didn't have the interchangeable parts. He didn't have the interchangeable pieces that he wanted to do. So he had to play checkers instead of playing chess. So in a lot of times, offenses really were able to dictate to the Steelers on defense. Take, for example, last year. When you watch that Kansas City Chiefs game, looking at the Kansas City Chiefs with Travis Kelsey and the speed of that offense, there were times when, by formation, they were able to match up T.J. Watt against the wide receiver. There were times, by formation, because of the Steelers' personnel, they were able to get John Bostic isolated on Travis Kelsey or Vince Williams isolated on Travis Kelsey. And the reason why that I say Keith Butler has no more excuses this year is simply because he has the personnel to be a multiple defense and to be very flexible and to really be able to defend the modern NFL passing offense, the type of offense that's going to put stress on you horizontally and vertically. Let's go over some of the personnel. And after we watch the Tennessee game, I think the thing that jumps out to everybody in Steeler Nation is the Steelers have speed, a wealth of speed. Let's go through the names. Hayden, Nelson, Hilton, and Sutton. Oh, my. That's that corner. Put a check mark there. Check. The safeties, Edmonds, Davis, Cam Kelly. Check. The inside linebackers, Bush and Barron. Check. You even got guys, and this is before, you'll probably see this before the final 53 comes out, but you got Skipper, you got Gilbert, you got even speed at the backups at the linebacker position. You got outstanding athletes and Watt and Dupree 
So when you look at this defense, because of the personnel, now none of those guys except for Watt is a star, but all of these guys are solid football players, and largely they're all fast. And I started off the program talking about the impact of Ryan Shazier. Who do they go out to get to replace Ryan Shazier? A heat-seeking missile in Bush as your first-round draft pick. So he plugged in the biggest hole, and this is assuming that Bush can play. But I think from what we've seen in the preseason, we've got a good enough d- a dose of his athletic ability, his ability to key and diagnose, and his ability to really stop people in tackling. He packs a punch when he tackles. People stop in their tracks. They don't get extra yards. Everything that we've seen from Bush in this preseason says he's a genuine article. So I go back to the top of the program. Keith Butler, yeah, I said it. Keith Butler has no more excuses. He can play big nickel. He can shift Hilton to safety. He's got Sutton to play, to be an interchangeable chess piece with Hilton if he wants to play Sutton more in coverage and drop Hilton as a deep safety. He can play big nickel. He can play dime. He can drop Davidson as an inside linebacker in a dime package. He has speed and Bush and Barron to cover backs out of the backfield and cover tight ends. They have versatility on defense, and I'm not even mentioning the front seven. I'm, I'm not mentioning Wreck-It Ralph. I'm not mentioning Hargrave. I'm not mentioning Tuit or Alu-Alu. I'm not mentioning those guys. We know that those guys are the best 3-4 defensive front or defensive line in the National Football League. So you couple the speed, the interchangeability, his ability to be a chess player as a coordinator, his ability to implement those packages that he wants to do on defense. Butler has no more excuses. He doesn't have stars, but he has speed at almost every position on that defense. Go back to the Tennessee Titan game. They were flying to the football. When's the last time you've seen a Steeler defense that fast? When ha- when's the last time you've seen a Steeler defense that flexible? Where you had heat-seeking missiles. I mean, that was just ridiculous against Tennessee. Now, you guys listen to the standard of standard. You guys listen to all these shows that I do for the network. And you know I'm not the most optimistic fellow. Y'all know that. You know, I don't know if that's the north side Pittsburgh in me, the 15233, the 15212, the Liverpool Ave, the Columbus Ave, the Field, St. Joe's. I don't know if that's that in me. So I always, you know, I typically, I, I'm a half, you know, I'm a half full guy, not a half empty guy. I might have messed that up because I'm pretty bad with cliches and all that stuff. But the one that's negative. You know, whatever, if it's half full or half empty, the one that's negative, that that one. I, I, you know, because football to me is like, you can see it, right? The evidence eventually is going to be on film. You don't have to guess. But dare I say, riddle me this. Dare I say that if the Steelers do not win a Super Bowl this year, it won't be because of the defense. The defense will not be the weak link of this team. The defense will be a unit that will be able to hold its water 
with this offense. This is a more balanced football team, in my opinion, and this is why I'm excited about the Steelers going into the 2019-2020 campaign. Go back and watch that game against Tennessee. Watch how they absolutely dominated the Tennessee offense. Think about how many hats they got to the football. Think of the speed and the suddenness of Edmonds on the pass breakup. Think about how Bud Dupree is playing. Think about how electric and how dynamic that defense looks as a unit. And riddle your brain to think, have you, have you seen that in the last several years? What we've seen in the last several years is people say the Steelers have had so much talent, it's no excuse that they haven't won a Super Bowl. That's right in one sense on the offensive side. When they had Mr. Third and Fifth and Mr. Butt Naked Get Robbed. Now, if you haven't listened to the program, let me explain who Mr. Third and Fifth is. It's the first two letters of the alphabet. It's that guy. You know the first two letters of the alphabet. And Mr. Butt Naked and Get Robbed is that guy that is now playing for the Jets. They had Sanders and Wallace. They had all this offensive talent, but it wasn't balanced. It wasn't balanced. It was like a table where the fourth leg was rickety and the screw was loose and it could break down. Even a team that went 13 and 13 and three down a stretch a couple of years ago, that team was bad on defense. When Joe Hayden went out, it all fell apart. But now that defense with Baron and Bush in the middle, speed, Edmund speed, Davis speed, Kelly speed, Nelson speed, Sutton speed. Watch speed, Dupree speed, front seven hunting. Now they have a defense, in my opinion, that can ball, that could go out and play. So if you want to go against them 11 personnel, they can match up against it. You want to go 12 personnel, one running back, two tight ends, they can match up. 11 is one running back, one tight end, they can match up. If you want to spread them out, they can handle it. They can handle the Edelman crossers. When you had Timmons chasing Edelman like Edelman was Usain Bolt and he was me, trailing, never could catch up. They have the multiple nature due to their personnel to be able to match up to a variety of scenarios. The only issue I see is can they, can they play the run being so light? I mean, I think that's going to be that's going to be the challenge. And I want to break, give my breakdown, and jump all into that for that first Patriot game. Excuse me, that team up north. But I think that's the issue. Can are, can they handle the running game in sub packages? Subs meaning nickel, dime, or this quarter defense with seven DBs. Can they do that? And I didn't even put Artie Burns in the mix with the corners because Artie is fast and can run as well. So that defense, I think, is prepared. With all that said, I'm going to go back to my original point. Keith Butler finally has the pieces in place to implement the defense that he's wanted to do for years. And that's largely because they have replaced Ryan Shazier. But it's also due to the fact that they have gotten very fast on that defense because of Bush, 
Baron and some of the other pieces and elements that I've talked about. He has no more excuses. If he can't get this defense to play well, it is on him. He had an excuse in the past when you had to replace Ryan Shazier with Sean Spence or you had to play Cody Sensabaugh because sometimes you can't do what you want to do because you just don't have the personnel. You really have to play rope-a-dope. And because of personnel issues and injuries, they've had to play rope-a-dope on defense for the last several years. And I think that Keith Butler was coordinating with one hand behind his back. But that's not the case this year. And if he doesn't get it done with the talent and the speed that he has on that defense, he's never going to get it done. I expect this defense to be a very good defense and be one of these. If they get to a Super Bowl or do very well, being one of the principal reasons that they do it. It's not going to be a team, in my opinion, that's going to be carried by number seven, Juju, and the rest of the offense. This defense has the talent to step to the fore and make an impact. So, again, yeah, I said it. Keith Butler has no excuses. Before I jump into the questions, I want to mention that we have the Super Chat feature. You can hit the dollar sign on the bottom. It's not a requirement, but we have a Super Chat feature. If you want to chime in, your, your question will jump to the top of the queue, and I will go through it. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to try to rewind it a little bit and get into some of your questions. I see a new question, and that's from S Trooper. And S Trooper said the Steelers should only keep three safeties due to corners who can play the position as a backup. I agree 100%. You have Mike Hilton that can do it. So I, I think they should only have three safeties. But you got to have three safeties at minimum so you can play big nickel if you want to put some of those corners in coverage. So I agree with S Trooper. And way to come in strong. But by the way, S Trooper, I'm a Jedi, dog. I, I'm a Jedi. So you need to come in as a member of the Jedi Temple. Man, Obi-Wan, Yoda, something like that. You can't come in as a stormtrooper. Uh, S Trooper also said the Steelers should look at playing a 3-5-3 defense with all them linebackers. I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, you, you got to have some corners on the field. Who's going to cover wide receivers? Um, I don't I don't mind a 3-4. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind a 3-4 defense. I mean, you know, 3-4-3, three, three, whatever. 3-5-3 um, three, three is, you know, it makes me remind me of, of soccer looking at it like that. I, I just think they're very multiple. You know, I just think that their defense can match up very well to modern offenses in the National Football League. You're not going to get situations where I think you get a guy like Vince Williams isolated in coverage against a running back or tight ends. I think those days are over. I think of the three linebackers, I think Barron is probably going to be on the field all the time. And I think snaps will be interchanged between Williams and Bush. But I think if Bush comes on the, excuse me, if Williams comes on the field, you spread him out and you attack him. You make him cover. But I think the Steelers have a counter to that. You put Bush in. You put the speed in there. And you put in the guy that can run with tight ends who can cover tight ends. So that's what I'm talking about. They have the ability to counter what you're trying to do from a personnel perspective. Uh, let me jump into the question from Solomon Smith. Would you be okay with them letting someone go to keep Gilbert and Skipper? Absolutely. Tyler Manikavis jumps to Matt or, or Chickalo. I mean, you want athletes on the field. 
I mean, Skipper, I mean, if it's not about performing and giving yourself a shot, and I read a stat earlier today that Skipper's five sacks were the most in preseason in like the last 10 years. Skipper has done everything that he can to make this roster. And Gilbert, you just don't get rid of linebackers that run 4-3-4-4, that are as dynamic as the first-round draft pick in Bush. Imagine if those two guys at some point in time are your starting linebackers, three-down linebackers, that can run and boogie and hit and get down. You don't get rid of that. You don't get rid of that talent. As you know, I mean, you have to clear waivers. You might, you guys might not know, but you have to clear waivers to get to the practice squad. Neither one of those guys will clear clear waivers to get to the practice squad. Let me jump into another question. In the green TV, Belichick's going to run a lot of screens and Brady's going to pass in the flats. They're not going to attack the middle. If they do that, I think the Steelers have the speed to get to the boundary and really neutralize that like they haven't been able to do in the past. I think what Belichick is going to do in the game, and again, I don't want to jump into my breakdown, is I think he's going to run at those small fronts. If you put two defensive linemen out, so if you run a 2-4-5 and you run that as your nickel, um, that's light. I mean, that's a six-man box. I think they're going to get in the eye formation with Devlin as the fullback, as an offset eye, and I think they're going to pound Sony Michelle and play a lot of play action, force you to commit to stopping the running game and try to attack your corners in one-on-one coverage, where it's more of a traditional power play action game plan. So I think that's what the Patriots will do to adjust. Um, let me jump into the question from John Coleman. How do you see William Stephan Belichick countering RD? Run the ball and then adjust as we adjust. Absolutely. He'll pound it. I think he'll come out. He'll pound the football and make the Steelers adjust and try to make Vince Williams get on the field. Or you can run in 12 personnel. You put two tight ends to try to force the Steelers to counter that with heavier personnel in the middle of the football field. But I think the Steelers with the two tight ends, I don't even know if they have two tight ends because they've had so many issues with their roster, uh, especially at the tight end position, that they can play a lot of 12 personnel. But but that's the counter. Uh, Darren Dalton chimed in and said, Who, what do you trust happening more, Justin Lane developing or Artie Burns improving? I wasn't high on Justin Lane, but I, I would say Justin Lane improving, or excuse me, Justin Lane developing, because I think Artie Burns' time with the Steelers is over. I think this is it, but I think he provides quality depth at the cornerback position. You've got a guy going into his fifth season that's versed in the defense, that's a former first-round draft pick. You love him having him being your fourth corner and being able to hold it down. Let me jump into a question from Vodka Drinker. If the NFL was really concerned about player safety, they would increase the final roster to 58 instead of 53. It creates better depth rotation. They don't care anything about player safety. I mean, Roger Goodell said, you know, the NFL was as dangerous as him falling off of a couch. Um, I hope you can find that quote out there. I'm pretty pretty sure that's what he said. Dave, big up to Dave Schofield, the Oracle. Dave wrote three of Skipper's sacks were 2.25 seconds uh, snap to sack or less. Dave, man, I commend you for time in the sacks, but that's pretty freaking impressive. I mean, Skipper can play. Skipper needs to be on the roster. Let me jump into a question uh, from Dante Harris. The Steelers have one time to get this right. They have to get this right. Let's go get Chick and Manikavich. Keep Gilbert and Skipper. It's business. We've never been in a situation. Deep talent. 
I mean, unless you guys can make a case for Chicken Manikavich, I want to hear it. I want to hear it in the live chat. If you can make a case for me, I'll say, look, man, pop the collar. Kudos to you. Pop, pop. You've made my case. Boom, bang. I agree. I don't think you can. I'm going to wait for anybody in the live chat to convince me why either one of them two should be on the roster. But what they could do to keep one of those guys in the roster could be simpler. You don't carry six wide receivers. You carry five. You give that spot to Tyler Manikavich. You put Chicolo on IR. You end up keeping them both, but you keep Skipper and Gilbert. I mean, there's ways to do this. Um, let me jump into a question from Young Boy 24 Do you think we're going to re-sign Joe Hayden? I don't. Think about it. Think about it this way, young boy. If you like her, you're you going to ask her, right? You're going to ask her to go out. Like, unless, you know. If you like her, you're gonna you're gonna try to you're gonna try to get after her, right? I mean, you're gonna try to make your move. You're gonna holler at her, right? You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna shoot your shot, put your bid in, right? Because you like her, you think she's fine. You want you want to be your woman. You're gonna do your thing, right? You ain't gonna wait till the last minute. If you want to take her to the prom, when you gonna ask the day before? You know, you got to get the corsage. You got to get the dress. You know, you got to get coordinated. You got to get the limo. You got to do all that stuff. You're not gonna ask her a week to go. I say this to say, I think that ship has sailed. My concern with Joe Hayden is the injuries. It's his injury issues. And he's above 31. Save it for Hargrave next year. Put the money in Hargrave. Because a nose tackle that's getting you six and a half to seven sacks is rare. It's as rare as Mike Tomlin winning a challenge. That's about how rare it is. Let me jump into another question from Nightwolf. Uh, actually, Nightwolf doesn't have a question. Um, Nightwolf said, Dirty Red is our special teams captain. Tomlin is loyal. To yeah, I think Manikavich will be on a team. Uh, um, that uh, I, I think they'll be on a team. I don't, I don't think it's an issue. Uh, of them uh, getting on a team. Here, here is the one caveat to Hayden, and I and I did a show on this a long time ago. Yeah, I said it that the Steelers suck at drafting cornerbacks. Look through the Steelers' history of drafting cornerbacks under Mike Tomlin. It's pretty much stunk that when they've had a decent corner, it's been a guy that they went out and got in free agency. Because of that. You may re-sign Hayden. This coaching staff, as good as they have been in developing wide receivers, they've been that average to bad in developing corners. That's why they went and got Nelson. They don't do it well. Because they don't do it well, they have to go buy them. So because of that, that is something to consider if they re-sign Hayden. Uh, Cree Ickes chimed in. I just read on Steelers' website that Colbert is wanting Hayden to retire as a Steeler. Hey, man, I wanted to agree. I, I wanted Joe. I, I, I want a lot of stuff. I wanted Franco Harris to retire as a Steeler. He didn't. So we'll see. I mean, you know, Keith Butler doesn't write checks. Uh, thanks, Mean Joe said, do you see Bush and Barron starters inside week one? 
or Williams be the starter with rotation as the situation dictates? I think Williams will be the starter with rotation as the situation dictates. I think the linebacker that will be on the field at all times is Mark Barron. And it just depends on, I think, what New England wants to do. But I think the Steelers can't get lured into keeping Vince Williams on the field. If it were me, I throw the rookie out there with Barron. I want as much speed as possible in between the hashes. I want to be able to deal with the tight ends and running backs out of the backfield as well as Edelman. Um, uh, big up to Vic FM. What's up, chat room? Um, let's see if I can go back and see if I can jump into any of these questions. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't think anybody is uh, has made the case for uh, Manikavich and Chicolo. Well, the case for Manikavich is more sound than Chicolo. There's no case for Chicolo. I mean, I mean, I mean. Besides having good hair, great hair, like you know, there, there's no case for Chicolo. Um, in the green TV said Ben had 16 interceptions last year. What's the pressure of him throwing the football more this year? How's he going to get inter interception numbers down? Uh, I think he, I think they run the football more. I mean, that's how you get it down. Um, you know, but you know, Ben's going to take his chances. I'm not a fan of the 16 interceptions. I'm more so not a fan of the four red zone picks. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think, I think he'll take better care of the football. <laughs> Steelers disrespected, chime in, fire Mike Tomlin. Yeah, well, that's a perspective. You could do that, and maybe they will hire you, Steeler Respect 90. Um, young boy chimed in. He throws less picks by not forcing the ball to one player. Let me address that. No one is forcing Ben Roethlisberger to throw the football to anybody. Quarterbacks are in control of this. Ben Roethlisberger has carte blanche to do what he wants with the offense. He can audible out of any look and do whatever he wants with the football. So it is not on, it is not Mr. Third and Fifth's fault that Ben Roethlisberger forces the football. It is Ben Roethlisberger's fault that he forces the football. Dante Harris chimed in. If we run 60, if we pat if we run 60 and run 40, I'm assuming he means if the Steelers pass 60 and run 40, no big deal. Pass to set up the run is simple, guys. I would agree. I like 60-40. That's a great definition of balance to me. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be 70-30. I think what we saw in Tennessee, some runs will be replaced by very short passes. And so, and so that's what I think it's going to be. Uh, Devin Lerner chimed in. Are you going to buy Jeff the Rudolph jersey now after Jeremy Fowler's report? Try somebody tell me what's the report, Devin. I'm not aware of the report. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but I don't even know if they sign a Mason Rudolph jersey. Do they sign jerseys for number for backup quarterbacks? Uh, uh, I don't know. But I said it a couple weeks ago that I thought Mason Rudolph would be the number two quarterback. Jeff didn't think that. Not me. I, I said it a couple weeks ago. Uh, Dante Harris said, "Stop with the special teams crap." Gilbert and Skipper, athletically speaking, will shine on special teams. It's not hard. Those two are ballers and the key to number seven. I don't know if they're the key to number seven, but they are athletic and you need young horses. Like I said on my show last week, you need the young guys to become the guys. When the young guys become the guys, that's when you have an outstanding roster. When guys mature and they take that leap 
from year one to year two and from year two to year three, where they become seasoned National Football League players and they are contributing, like Mr. Hargrave. He is a classic example. Now he is one of the guys. Let me see if there's any more questions. Uh, Jamie, not a Valentino Blake fan. <laughs> That's pretty interesting there. Uh, uh, question, do I think that uh, Valentino, or do you think Skipper is better than Ola and Chicolo? I think he has a physical capability to be better than Chicolo for sure. Ola is pretty vicious athletically, but he can't stay healthy. So right now it's hard to say. Uh, thanks, Mean Joe said, with the glass half full, Ben throws some picks, but don't overlook how many times seven extends play like only he can, and many times play ends with positive results because of that. I'd like Ben to play more within structure as he gets older. Play more within structure with the play design. Of course, you can buy a little time in the pocket, but we don't need Superman Kate, Ben. Take what the offense gives you. Uh, play chess, not checkers. Let's get this. Uh <laughs> Uh, Darren Dalton, get Jeff Hartman a Devlin Hodges jersey. Uh, I don't think any of us like Devin Hodges. I think he was just, you know, he's just a novelty. I mean, you know, kudos to that guy. You know, I love seeing guys chase their dreams, but, uh, you know, I, 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 I think that's going to be a dream that he'll never get his hands on. But, you know, you know, big up for him, you know, getting a shot. Um uh, thank you, Vic FM PayPal locked you out of your account. No issues, man. There's there, there's no pressure for any of you guys to to do the super chat. Uh, you know, there, there, there's no no pressure. I think Dave is on a live chat. Dave, if you want to chime in, let me know because we're going to conclude the program. Dave, if you can chime in on the super chat, let me know or the live chat. Let me know if you guys are going to do the the roster breakdown because the thing I think I want you I think they are going to do a roster breakdown so make sure you guys are close to your computers you got your phones that's why you guys got to subscribe to the program because I think Jeff uh the Oracle and who's bad are all going to break down a three-man roster I think they're going to uh give their predictions their thoughts and I think they're also going to break down the roster prior to that Hey, hey, Dave, if I, if you're not going to do that, I apologize, and I lied on you. But now that I said it, you have to do it. Big up to Rockstar Layla. Thank you for loving the show. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's all love, man. We do this out of love and the passion. Uh, Dave chimed in, yes, the show is tomorrow after the 53 Man is released. Uh, Darren asked me before we get out of here, how are you currently feeling about Dud, Lance. Hey, man, look. Bud is playing for some money. I love guys that are motivated playing for some cash because when you're playing for some cash, you're trying to get that A-double-S. And when you're trying to get that A-double-S, you know what it is. You know how to do. Bud want them chips. So when you got a motivated guy that's that, that's that athletic, Trying to get chips, it's a good thing. And I love the approach of the coaches with Bud this year. And they're just like, look, go hunt, dog. Just go hunt, man. Be you. Be that big dude that's athletic that can just go hunt. Let it do what it do. Let him get after the quarterback. I don't need him dropping and covering. Just go hunt, dog. Go hunt and get them chips. But with that, man, we're going to go ahead and conclude the program. 
Big up to all of you for chiming in on a Friday. Man, if you're on the East Coast, you are absolutely a Steeler degenerate. You need to go call up somebody. You know what I'm saying. But with that, we're going to get off the program and go ahead and conclude the show. And as always, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe.